Hey, you're listening to The Weekly Bakay, hosted by Toby, Jasmine, and Sophie. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Weekly Bakay. This is Toby. This is Sophie. And today we're coming to you live with a Toby special because Jasmine <laughs> is under the weather and cannot make it. So we're sending her our well wishes. <laughs> yes, we are. Everybody pray for her. She don't need it. Y'all <laughs> pray for Jasmine. Get it trending. <laughs> Get it trending on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. <laughs> tell your family. Tell your tell your moms, your dads, your aunts. Yes. Let them know. But then in all seriousness, it's not a deathly illness. She's just too sick to make it. And obviously, health <laughs> yeah. comes first. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. In busy times. But yeah, okay. So let's get things started off by talking about what's been popping in pop culture recently. Um, Obviously, the Grammys happened last week, and I'm sure you guys have all seen bits and pieces of recaps on Instagram, Twitter, etc. So there's no need for us to recap the whole show. But we did kind of want to talk about the highlights that came along with it. And I mean, me and Sophie were talking before we record. I wasn't able to even watch the Grammys live. <laughs> I can't get American television here legally. Rip. Yeah, keyword <laughs> legally. So, <laughs> so I've been out here literally the next morning typing in on YouTube looking for performances <laughs> before I headed to work. But okay, so obviously the Cardi B drama was major and first of all, major round of applause to her for winning rap album of the year. That was huge. I know watching her acceptance speech, I actually started to tear up. <laughs> no, Cardi's just had such a big 2018. And to see her get, you know, nominated and then win for, you know, her art. I mean, that's just, it's just cool to see. And, like, yeah. everybody loves Cardi. She's just had um, a big cultural moment. And I know we've talked about her a lot on the podcast. But she's just the most likable celebrity, <laughs> in my opinion. I really like Cardi. And I want her to have, like the best career and this is just the first of many grammys for her i have a feeling exactly same and i feel like mm, yeah she is loved by everyone but then i think that's why also she was probably confused when she was Mm -hmm. getting hate about winning the award but then i remember i was watching what was i watching like the everyday struggle a few days ago and they were talking about how like she needs to realize that it's not a personal attack on her. Like, no matter who wins these awards every single year, people always think that it should go to someone else, which oh, sucks. Someone's going to be mad. Someone has yeah. to. Yeah. Someone's always going to be mad. And that's not to validate the things that people are saying or, like, Ariana Grande, like, upset, implying that Mac Miller should have won, et cetera, et cetera. It's like, don't take it away from her. And, I mean, mm. she's had so much su- success regardless. And as you said, this is just the first of many. So, I mean, she deactivated her Instagram, but now she's back. So, I, but I, I understand. Like, Cardi, I'd be a little frustrated as well. I'm like, let me celebrate my win. And especially with such a controversial, like, touchy topic of Mac Miller passing and then his family getting invited and then he doesn't get the award. I understand, like, the frustration on that side too, but also. This is a big moment for Cardi as well. Exactly. It's, I mean, you, you can like you can win, but can you really win? Can you really win? Damn, mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> Before we even get into that, 
Uh, and then also, um, Childish Gambino basically took the cake on everything mm-hmm. for the most part that This Is America was nominated for. And when we talk about moments, like that song definitely encapsulated a lot of 2018, especially when it comes to just rap music and culture in general. And we talked about it a lot when it originally came out, but I think it was very well-deserved. Song of the Year is huge. Mm-hmm. And for a song, a rap song by a Black artist that was a like cultural statement to oh my god yeah. that's huge he was basically like f white people not really but like he kind of was like f the patriarchy i've actually seen a couple of tweets that like a lot of people don't think that this is america was that big of a statement and i was like i i don't understand that like that critique it was yeah. huge and it wasn't it wasn't an F white people statement. Sophie was joking. <laughs> I, no, I, meant, I, was, I was a joke. That, yeah. was a joke. that was a joke. She meant like, yeah, but literally like just kind of turning the lens back on America and being like, yeah, this is the America that black Americans and black people in general live in in America. And it was yeah. shocking. Well, a lot of marginalized identities as well. And just, yeah. you know, within the recent years of, you know, gun issues and all that kind of stuff. It was just a big statement for society to take in but i don't understand the critique that it really wasn't that big of a moment because it was a big moment and then not only the song but like the music video as well yeah i mean charles Gambino is just really artistic in that sense exactly and everything and we hyped it up too. yeah exactly <laughs> we loved it it's a good song it's so catchy it is a good song yeah the beat slaps you know everything mm-hmm. that he won was deserves and yeah and then okay do you want to talk about the quote unquote iconic ass speech kind of i mean like i also didn't watch the grammys because um your girl got school but there was a speech with jada pinkett smith lady gaga jayla alicia keys and michelle obama which is i mean like uh, michelle obama could have had her eyelash on tv and everybody would have fainted like i think she's <laughs> probably like the most i don't michelle obama has a really big following yeah i feel like she probably has like stan twitter <laughs> so, we were like Michelle, Michelle. Yeah. She's literally like she went from first lady to literally like first woman. Yeah, of the she's United States social world. Everybody looks up to her. Everybody wants to be her. You know, like be like her. Not everyone wants to be her. Be like her. Yeah. I mean, she's just a big role model for not just women, but for a lot of people. I mean, she's an outstanding individual. Yeah. Um, but the speech was crazy. I mean, like, look, if you put Lady Gaga and Michelle Obama together, like, I'm probably, like, gonna be obsessed. Or, like, someone's gonna be obsessed. Exactly. Like, two geniuses in their own craft. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I'm not, this is, I'm gonna speak a little bit about this, but I sent Toby, like, a Rolling Stones article on Twitter about (laughs) J-Lo's Motown performance. (laughs) And Rolling, let's just say Rolling Stones was not having it. (laughs) Was not having it. just had to wiggle that in. Basically, I just savage. I mean, if you want to see it yourself, go look. Rolling Stones. I'm giving you the shout out. Go try to track. They might have pulled it. I don't know. <laughs> it was just brutal. Like the Rolling Stone. Yeah, they just had, they had no chill. No chill. I was like, who wrote this? <laughs> Are they still employed? I don't know. <laughs> it was borderline slander. Oh, a thousand percent. Borderline's like a weak term. Though it was slander. Yeah. <laughs> 
So if you're curious to read this for yourself, because we do not endorse slander on the weekly bacon, mm, we sure you don't. Google, you can Google J Lo Rolling Stone Motown performance review. Yes, and I I was think um I was thinking about who was my favorite dressed for the Grammys, and I would hate to say this, but Camila Cabello Cabello, I really liked her outfit. It was like this form fitting sequin pink number and i only say this because j-lo had like this huge ass hat on and now it makes me it makes me think of who what who was wearing what and who looked the best uh okay i just looked up her outfit camila's yeah j-lo's it's a nice it's a nice silhouette oh no don't worry i saw j-lo's hat (laughs) pharrell wishes (laughs) pharrell was like goals just kidding (laughs) (laughs) anyways speaking of fashion we wanted to touch a little bit on new york fashion week which actually just ended yesterday um so obviously jasmine is here in spirit so we still want to discuss some points that she had in terms of shows that anyone saw i wasn't able to see any shows i was either working or asleep but jasmine said that her favorites were the oscar de la renta show and the rebecca minkoff show and i know something that has been on my mind especially just like working in the industry i see this firsthand there's been a continued demise of like new york fashion week and just a focus on north american fashion in general and that's not to say that these brands are not still iconic like the tommy hill figures and the ralph lawrence and all these different brands that really kind of paved the way for american fashion it's just that now all of these designers are very much focusing a lot of their focus on Europe and then Asia. And especially seeing that from a retail perspective, it's like even living in Europe, you can see um, it's interesting because I feel like Europeans will have a lot more of respect for American brands that Americans have themselves. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's just an interesting thing because it's like to them, it's like I've never seen more Tommy Hilfiger stores than I've seen in Europe. And it's like, I don't even know the last time I saw one in the U.S. Oh, I don't, are there Tommy Hilfiger stores in the U.S.? <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen one. Exactly. Does one exist? But yeah, it's just interesting to think about. Yeah, um, less and less of the big notable designers, like including American designers, are showing their lines in New York. And there's a more continued focus on Paris Fashion Week, which is huge. And then um, even some for London. And then um, you'll see a, a little bit more for Milan. But and then Tokyo is obviously huge. And then in recent years, Seoul Fashion Week. So it's just Oh, yeah, Soul Fashion Week has been really big. I've seen that. Yeah, man. And when you, when you see, like, just the street style in general, it's like these Asian, yeah, Asian style is at, I don't even want to say it's at its peak right now, but it's just now starting to get the recognition that it deserves. But I'm right now, I mean, I'm getting ready to go to Asia to work for three months for um, originals. Yeah, and so it's like I've been doing a lot of, like, research and, like, on just the history of Asian fashion in general. And you'll see, it's like, it just goes back all the way to like post-World War II, et cetera, et cetera. And just like kind of seeing how like um, Japanese street style was based off of American and then American style then would take things from Japanese, not even knowing that it's like, this was something that they created based off of American style, et cetera. It's a lot more complex than that, but just to kind of boil it down, it kind of shows how cyclical everything is. Right. Um, but it's just something important to look at when you're seeing, okay, what's going to be the future then of American fashion so in true. America? 
because like, I think New York Fashion Week is a good example of it. If like even American designers, like with the exception of like Jeremy Scott, are actually showing their shows at New York Fashion Week. So true. And like even looking at like your favorite influencers, were they pro- were they at New York Fashion Week? Probably. Yeah, but then it's just like not even as much as you'll see like in Paris or even London. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like your influencers are there, but like I'm looking at like the drip wise, they're doing the bare minimum. Exactly, you're right. And then you see like, you know, Paris Fashion Week, and like people are out here wearing couches, and I'm like, oh my god, that's couture. Yeah. On the streets, it is. Yeah. Look, it just don't make no damn sense. The drip is different. Maybe Americans are getting lazy. Ooh. I don't even want to say it's getting lazy, but I think they're just switching their focus. They're mm. thinking, yeah, it's just like they're realizing that North America isn't everything. You know? Oh, it sure ain't, are, honey. Oh, wait, there's countries that exist outside of North America? That's wait a minute. <laughs> wait a damn <laughs> second. Yeah, but then you said there was a show that you liked, right? Yeah, I only liked them because I saw them on Twitter, of course. Um, Ralph and Russo. I have no idea where this brand is from, but I really like their silhouettes a lot. It's very feminine, flowy, a lot of feather and um, sparkles and all that fun stuff. It was just cute. I mean, look at it. And also, Valentino Couture had a really interesting makeup look this year. Um, it was like feathers or something around the eyes. I mean, it just this mm-hmm. kind of stuff is just interesting. Yeah, but. that's cool. I mean, it makes sense that feathers, et cetera, are coming back because, like, the 70s are going to be very much in style and are coming back right now with the wide, like, pants and yeah. um, the sunset tones and the browns, et cetera, et cetera. But then this kind of segues into just street style in general for New York Fashion Week. I found this to be the most exciting part of it all, just, like, seeing what people were wearing. And I can kind of boil it down to, like, three major points that I saw like more of an avant-garde, like business casual type look. So the oversized blazers and even dressing down these um, more smart looks. And then I said trench, 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 because just (laughs) trench coat after trench coat after trench coat, like just all of these baller coats coming out, you know, people going all out with like taking these traditional coats, but then having them in bright colors and, you know, just really intricate patterns, et cetera, et cetera. And then my favorite would have to be the head-to-toe monochrome looks. Like, yeah, yeah, it just makes your life so much easier. And plus, it's cool. It's sleek. Whether it's all white or all lavender or all peach, like, it just automatically elevates your look when you have that monochrome, like, head-to-toe. And especially when you blend it with that smart um, but more street, like, business casual look, um, it's pristine. Mm. That's all I have to say. Take notes. I'm taking that. <laughs> okay. And so jumping into other news, has it been two weeks now since Thank You Next dropped or a week? It's been a week. It's been a week because it dropped Friday. Oh my last gosh. Week, right? I think Yeah, so. I, I think dropped, so. You're right. I think it dropped Friday last week. You're right. It has been a week. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well. Where do we start? Um. Well, I do know there's 12 songs. And it's <laughs> 41 minutes. So I don't know. I was like trying to think, is 41 minutes short for like a shorter album or is it a longer album? I mean, I 12 songs is essential. 12 songs. 12 songs. I mean, like, how do you have 12 songs in 41 minutes? I mean, obviously, some of your songs are going to be a little bit shorter. That's true. 
but then isn't one one song has no words too? Am I wrong? I thought there was one song that didn't have any lyrics. Possibly. Because interludes and stuff are getting popular. Yeah. Well, that's, and I also want to talk about interludes because she kind of had, you know, a couple of intros that sounded, I'm not saying that these two artists are like the only ones that have done it, but like SZA had a lot, like in her album, her mm-hmm. last album had a lot of so did Mo. From, her, from her grandma. Um, and like that also was, I heard that within some of the songs in Ariana's album and also mm-hmm. kind of like the choiry churchy intros that I that you kind of get from Kanye I also saw that in this album so I think she's like kind of doing a little bit of a spin on her music like she's just taking other trends from other artists and putting it into her pop style which I like perfect yeah I um, mean you're... and sorry I just realized I mean I'm sure people know, but yeah, Thank You Next was obviously Ariana Grande's most recent album. Yes. And it, very quickly after Sweetener, like Sweetener just dropped. It, has it even been up to three, four months since Sweetener No dropped? way. No way. Wow. Yeah. And they're in, she was in two very completely different eras when both of these albums dropped. Like Sweetener, she's over here singing about her ex. And then, yeah, I mean. Yeah. And like there was barely time to have like singles between them. So like Thank You Next is a single um seven rings break is a single what else what's her break up with your girlfriend is that a single i don't that even know if it's a single or if it's just because remember she dropped the music video etc which normally comes with singles yeah you're right and then there's seven rings which all dropped within like a week of each other these yeah. these singles um okay so general thoughts on the album then or uh, maybe we can talk about favorite songs and then kind of just talk in general um i'll speak for jasmine she said that her favorite songs were <laughs> this one is questionable to me but break up with your girlfriend mm. <laughs> and then in my head um for me i told sophie i mean i listened to the album once in full the day that it came out and nasa stood out to me immediately if you know my music taste or Sophie's music taste, I feel like it's pretty obvious that this would be the song that stood yeah. out to both of us. I know, uh, sorry, Sophie, I know you probably want to speak to it too, but you have a lot more favorites than I yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I figured uh, jump in whenever you feel needed. But it's just, I love songs with simple instrumental, just a strong vocal, and then it just had a popping beat. That's just the easiest way to talk about the song in general. It was catchy, it was cute, good name. No NASA? Did you yeah. say NASA? I wasn't. Yeah, NASA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, sorry. Did I ever say that the song title was NASA? I'm sorry. I apologize. Well, it's NASA, and we yeah, love well, it. It's NASA, and we love it. What else can we say? Okay, Sophie, you can go through your list. I liked... Okay, obviously, NASA is easily, in my opinion, the best song of the album. It's yeah. unique. It, it It's unique, and you're right. It is simple, but also it slaps. So, like, I'm, like, I... And even, like... You just like sing it, like you just sing it in your head. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just really catchy, and I appreciate it. Um, I liked Needy, Bloodline, Fake Smile, and I like Break Up with Your Girlfriend. Um, but I just feel like it's so typical. Like I feel like I would just expect this song from her, and I also like don't like the love that it's getting either. Me I'm neither. Not I'm a hater. I'm not trying to be a hater because I want her to have all the success, whatever. But um, it's just like. So t- I'm like, break up with your girlfriend. Like, I just know the girl that's gonna bop out, bop to this song. I'm like, mm. yes, that's why I'm like, Jasmine. <laughs> I, 
I know. But you could have picked any other song. Yeah, and I think like the beginning of her album is more strong than the last of uh, last of her album because she has like well she starts I think it starts off with Imagine, which oh, Imagine yeah. is a great oh that's the other single Imagine's great. Oh yeah, so right, it goes Imagine needy a while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. Um, Imagine needy NASA Bloodline, and that's the first four songs, and then like you're like oh snap like Ariana's like popping off, and then like you kind of hit fake smile, and you're like ooh. I don't really know. I think Thank You Next is a great, a great yeah. single, but that's all, the 11th out of the 12th song. And the video was phenomenal. Yeah, because it's, you know, we've talked about this whole, we've talked about this whole um, bell curve thing with albums. I remember we talked about it with World some episodes yes. back where it's like, you know, or reverse bell curve, like you'll start really strong because you know, like obviously people's attention span, if they're not hooked by the first three or four songs you're not going to listen to everything but then on the flip side if they only listen to their first four songs so that they can say they listen to the album they're only going to have good things to say if you put all of your best songs at the top yeah and then obviously the singles seven rings thank you next and then break up with your girlfriend i'm bored she knew regardless people are going to hear these songs so you're going to put them at the end and then in the middle those songs kind of get lost as you said yeah i mean i think thank you next is like probably one of her best singles that she's released and i've like listened to ariana's music i'm not saying like i'm like a super fan of her Mm -hmm. um but i think this era is really cute like i like this era right now with ari but i think she's like also i don't know and this might get into like a little bit more of a conversation about the artist itself like ariana grande like i probably can't sit through an interview like watching an interview of her me neither, but I think that's also because we're not necessarily super big fans. I don't want to say we're not. Yeah, we're not super fans, and I don't think based off of our. Uh, I don't want to say because our music taste is hard to kind of categorize because yeah. I think we just recognize anything that sounds good and mm. has clear, like any artist has clear talent. We're gonna like. That's yeah. just kind of how we are. So. Uh, I don't even want to say we're her ideal fan base, but I don't really think that we are. But then all, for me, at least, it's just we kind of grew up on this girl. She's been around since Victorious, like when we were literally in middle school. Yeah. And it's just the evolution of her character. It's, I've gone through times when I've liked her as a person, not that it matters, but then at this point now, just based off of the way that things kind of spun out, like with the end of her engagement and then the way certain things were handled with Mac Miller's death and then friendship with Nikki and not, not saying that who you are kind of reflects on the people that you're with, but it kind of does. And I think a lot of times her fans, well, I don't want to say all of her fans, but some of her fans will kind of excuse her behavior um, because of her talent, because they like her. And I mean, I can't say anything because we used to do similar things for One Direction. Yeah. But, but you also, know what? One Direction like wasn't doing. Really the kindest person. Yeah, One Direction wasn't out there like licking donuts and like trying to sell them. <laughs> exactly. Were they? Not that I know of. Or tweeting that someone shouldn't have received an award. Yeah, I mean, like this is, I mean, like just because like you're one of the top artists right now, and like I, I'm not saying she's at the peak of her career, but I mean, like she's capable. Like she has a lot of love right now not yeah. like numerically but also like fan base I mean like she's just like super popular right now yeah that is not and an I- excuse to like be calling people out on Twitter especially Cardi like was she everybody in, in yeah 
Hollywood right now, that's the last person I'm calling out, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you should, be, and there's room, honestly, like I, I, I would always say when, you know, we hate when society pits two women against each other because there's room for everyone. Like this kind of, this type of behavior just makes it even, us think it's more acceptable to be like, who's better? 100%. And it's just like her as a woman who will also try and, like, who also on one side, like, likes to talk about girl power and this and that for you to then um in order to like back up like a loved one tears down another woman and what are you even saying about yourself even though she didn't outright call cardi out everyone knew what she was going to do and she's a smart girl like everyone knew what she was saying right i agree and just like the way that things went down with like Pete Davidson, et cetera. Obviously, we're in no place to judge because we don't know the ins and outs of their relationship. But I do think that there's a certain level of respect you should show someone, especially when you know that everything you do is shown in the public eye and that yeah. little girls and other people look up to you. Um, regardless of whether or not you consider yourself a role model, if you consider yourself a good person, yeah, I think there are certain ways in which you should conduct yourself it's just hard because it's like when you're in the public guy and you have this much reach it's like she has to know the amount of power that she has and like oh yeah you just got to be careful with in this type of girl that she's like the message that she's sending out like break up with your girlfriend and bored like this yeah. type of message that's getting sent out and i'm not saying i think the song is like fun and then like i like having that bad bitch mentality don't get me wrong but i'm just like thinking of like the effectiveness of it yeah like, you're on one end saying, like, oh, girl power, this and that, but then you're trying to sabotage another girl's relationship? Yeah, just, be, like, I and I just feel like that's the type of girl that Ari is. Like, she's just kind of the person that doesn't, not necessarily, I don't, because I don't know her personally, but I'm just, like, looking at her image. I'm looking at her yeah. image that's being presented to us. And I'm like, this, she kind of just seems like that bad bitch that doesn't really give a fuck that much. And I could, and I, that might be like a wrong analysis of it, but I feel like she's just like that, you know, pop. She's not the cookie cutter pop girl that we're used to seeing. She has a little bit more of an edge to her. Yeah, but then even now, I can't even think of a cookie cutter pop girl out there right now because all these girls, which I think is great, everyone yeah. is so different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like when we, I'm thinking of like pop, like when we like, like the Britneys, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, you mean like the back in the day? The, yeah, 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 where we get our pop from, where we get our pop from. Yeah, but um, you're right. I guess there's not really like a pop. But she, I mean, like I would say Ariana Grande is like the definition of pop. Yeah. Well, mm, for for I now, say, I wouldn't say. Def- oh yeah, she's definitely a pop princess right now. I would definitely put her, and then like, obviously, Dua Lipa's career has been shorter, but yeah. I also would put her up there in terms of like the accolades that she's starting to win, etc. But what I was gonna say earlier is that regardless, Ariana Grande at this point has like cemented her career to the point where she's going to be around forever oh yeah because every single album that this girl drops we can say anything we want about her but we cannot disregard this girl's talent and i she's think she's so talented. talented she's gifted she's blessed this girl's going to be around forever and she's going to keep making music and she's going to keep evolving which is great it's it's so nice when you can see at this point in time in someone's career that they already have this longevity and it's something that's very hard to come by so I mean kudos to her in terms of the other like pop singers out there right now I don't know if we can say that about anyone else I I, right like Ariana has uh, she doesn't have competition yeah it's just like yeah it's her man it's her 
really though and it makes me wonder like even though victoria's like she was like not even like the main <laughs> actress and now looking at her i'm like victoria where's victoria justice yeah dude that's a whole other <laughs> like some like, people are just lucky and some people are blessed and some people just have talent that is yeah. above all the rest like she like like god literally created ariana grande for this purpose oh 100 she's so talented but like yeah. in regards of like i haven't even like looked up any interviews or ha- what her commentary is on the album her mindset because i don't think i could like <laughs> do it yeah man I don't know. I mean, kudos to her and all of her success. I mean, the fact that she dropped two albums so close together, the fact and that she made two a tour, albums, and, and a tour. On tour. Yeah, that's wild. I mean, just congratulations. That's all I can say. I mean, yeah, obviously, we're not going to wish L on anyone. I just hope no. that. Yeah. I don't know. I just hope that, okay, she doesn't necessarily, she can do whatever she wants in terms of the brand that she wants to portray. Mm. But then it's like, then I guess all we can hope for is that people don't like, yeah, maybe she just isn't supposed to be a role model. Then maybe people just shouldn't be like, oh, I want to, just because she says this, I need to do it. You know what I mean? Right. Let her do what she wants. So true. And on that note, just FYI to the audience. Soda Boy walked so that Ariana could run. Thank you. Just saying. Seven Rings sounds a little familiar. Let that sink in, guys. <laughs> Resonate, sleep on it, and remember it tomorrow. Please. <laughs> like, no shade, no tea, no shade, but we but... all know. <laughs> like, Pretty Boy Swag. Like, how even... The thing is, I'm almost annoyed because... I wish that I had heard Seven Rings before knowing about the um, comparisons to Pretty Boy Swag. But literally, like, the, at the same day the song came out, people had already matched it. Like, at that point, you can't hide. No, you can't. You can't. And you know damn well, people are so quick with that kind of stuff. Yeah, They hear, they'll be like, one beat somewhere, and they're over here comparing it. It could be, like, Beethoven, and they'll be like, oh, my God, Beethoven <laughs> slept. So you could run and yeah. win and do all this stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. know your audience, sis. Yeah. But then, oh my gosh. I don't Clearly, even there's always me. haters, a.k.a. me. So. <laughs> facts are facts. Facts are facts. That's right. Anyways, I mean, Thank You, Next is a good album. It's getting a lot of really strong reviews because, as we said, the girl's talented and mm. it's pop right now. Yeah, I've heard a lot of support for Ghostin. A lot of people are like, apparently it's had a lot of hype before the album came out. And now that it's out, people are like, Ghosting is like Ariana's like top five songs. Which I can't say that I have the same reaction. Um, I think it's, I love, (laughs) I mean, she can sing though. If you put her on like a, if you're going to give me a ballad, you know what I mean? Like something slow. Yeah. Like she's going to kill it every time. Exactly. There's just no question about it. The girl has pipes and you're going to give her a slow song. And just let her go. I'm ready for yeah, it. Yeah, hundred percent. And I feel like I also have to remember that I feel like sometimes our taste is a little bit anti-mainstream. Not to dog on mainstream sound, because obviously that's what <laughs> not that big blood. bucks. Yeah, that's what makes the big bucks. But I feel like we're always those ones that like, like, oh, I mean, I live for track number eight, and then like hates the single. Yeah, like, you know? yeah, it just happens. Exactly. <laughs> And, oh, wait, yeah, Sophie said before this started, the radio can't afford our music taste. No, they can't. They wish. 
They it explains everything. I want to get that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. I'll go to the maker lab at work and I'll have them shipped to you guys. Perfect. That's Perfect. Like, it's gonna be the next big thing. The radio yeah. transporter taste. Is and you can't afford for? this t-shirt. No. <laughs> on the back. Honestly, the radio's probably going broke. They play the same five songs. Right. And that's <laughs> they're keeping Maroon Five alive. I'm they, sorry. They are. They're keeping the lights on in their studio. Dude, they be playing girls like you every other song. <laughs> but I actually like girls like you. But, but do I want to hear it all the time? No. No, it's definitely overplayed. Honestly, the radio killed. I um, that's what I like by Bruno Mars. Oh, 100%. and I'll never forgive them for that. They kill every Bruno Mars song, but every Bruno Mars song will kill itself because it's always going to be overplayed. Honestly, speaking of Bruno, I mean, if we do you want to segue into the weekly playlist? You can jump on this first. Well, I mean, like, a Bruno Mars and Cardi B released a song called Please Me. Yes, and it's getting bad reviews. And What? Way by it. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I mean, I think it was fine. But, like, I wasn't blown away. You know, like, I was pleased by, like, mm, oh, mm, yeah. I mean, it like, sounded I like good. I'm you know? loving it. Like, I wasn't, yep. like, something that, like, I'm, like, oh, like, I want to replay it again. Or, yep. I, mean, I wanted to listen to it, but it's not, like, when I get in the car, I'm, like, what's my number one song that I'm about to put on? Like, have to put on Please Me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I, I mean, like, I like it, though. And I think it's because I like Cardi and I like Bruno. Exactly. I mean, it's and a good so, duo. Have they collabed yeah. before? I feel like they have, but I don't think they have it. I, I don't know. Yeah, they have. They have? Okay. Remember? Oh, yeah. Um, she re- it was a remix. It was a remix. It's in a, and it's huge. Oh wait, F- finesse. Oh, finesse, finesse, finesse. I had to sing it in my head first. <laughs> <laughs> you know, damn well I was not about to sing on this podcast. No, look, I tried and I think I failed. Yeah, lose all of our listeners. I do think that it has gotten bad reviews because I've seen a couple of tweets that, um, which I get, of course, I get all my info from Twitter, so yeah. that already shows my skewed mindset. But. A lot of people are like, I only liked Cardi's part. Or I only liked Bruno's part. Yeah. I don't know. I liked it. I don't think it's going to... I don't know if it's going to... It's probably just a radio hit. Yeah. And at this point in time, I don't even know if I'm going to listen to it again. And I've only heard it once. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, kudos to them. (laughs) Kudos. But that's... I mean, that's a song that I listen to. If you want to segue into the weekly vacay. Or the weekly playlist. Interesting. Okay, yeah. So, I guess... We'll talk about the weekly playlist again on Jasmine's behalf. <laughs> she, <laughs> she was listening to um, My Favorite Part by Mac Miller featuring Ariana Grande. So she was obviously in her feels this past week. And then the Thank You Next album in general. Mm, yeah, I feel that. I would yeah. say that I've been listening to Thank You Next just in preparation for this mm-hmm. podcast because like no one wants to come on a podcast and not know what they're talking about. Exactly. Um, but I've definitely been listening to Thank You Next, preferably the first four songs. <laughs> um, and then I've also, Exclusively the first four ex- songs. Yes, it only. Just not, to, I was saying preferably, but I'm just letting everybody know that I've only been listening to the first four songs. Um, and I've been listening to Coming Home by Leon Bridges. It's a little bit more retro. I mean, it's like it's a retro feel, but it's definitely more of a recent artist um go give him some love because Leon Bridges is definitely a unique artist Very yeah cool. talent Ta- talent talent period period <laughs> moving on to 
what I've been listening to this past week. So I really like um, a recent song by the Mowgli's called Hard to Love. Ooh. And yeah, I know my brother hates the Mowgli. Does he really? They, I can see yes, it. Because... I can see it. It's a little bit, if you're not careful, it's going to be a little banjo-y. Exactly. That's the thing. It's almost like, it's almost, I don't know how to describe it. It's like, you're, it's like music from like, the wiggles but like grown up and like amped you know what i mean like just like it kind of has they have a very childlike feel to them the mowgli's the mowgli's no the wiggles walk so the mowgli's can run exactly <laughs> thank you yes dude i might have to tweet that but like no one even understand because like literally like 0.1 percent of the world know who the mowgli's are but you know so what? true i enjoy their music when i'm in a good mood and the sun is out i'm listening to the mowgli's yeah, because agree. that that's the type of sound that they have. They're happy music. Um, it's happy music. And like you, like you, you can only listen to it if you want to listen to happy music. So true. Like that's it. I like the Mowgli's. You can't listen. You have yeah, to be careful though. Like the Mowgli's can get a little crazy <laughs> for me. Yeah. But I do like, the, I like, I like a good, happy, good feel song. And the Mowgli's always Same. delivers on that kind of stuff. Exactly. And then on another end, I've been listening to Backing It Up by Partisan Fontaine featuring Cardi B. Backing It Up. I, I literally love this song so much and I don't I remember when it first came out I was like eh, yeah you know like whatever because I feel like a lot of music was coming out around this time mm-hmm. but then listening to the lyrics now and like what is happening in life now I'm like wow this song could not have become one of my favorite like going out songs at a better time <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh just yeah just <laughs> beats for days anyways <laughs> We love Cardi, oh my gosh. Yeah, we love Cardi, if you couldn't tell already. We stand. Um, but yeah, we stand. And we hope that you guys stand this podcast. So thank you so much for listening to another episode. Once again, Jasmine, we miss you. Can't wait for all three of us to be back again um, the next time we record. But make sure to follow us on our social media so that you get updates on new episodes. And also be sure to check out our website and anywhere else that you may listen to us. Don't forget to rate, review, comment, subscribe. Tell everybody about yep. this podcast. Um, and yep. show us some love. Yeah, literally. Um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Spotify, like there's no excuse essentially is what we're trying to tell you. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're already here. You might as well subscribe. You know what I mean? Exactly. Might as well. Um, yeah, but once again, this is Toby. This is Sophie. And you've been listening to The Weekly, the weekly Bay. Bay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>